0: final score podcast welcome in everyone greg swatek here with you we are proud to be presented by pfp players fitness and performance here in frederick last week of the winter sports season uh, here in frederick county and a big one at that we have four count them one two three four state basketball semifinals two boys two girls uh middletown girls frederick girls oakdale boys thomas johnson boys uh, all uh Still in the mix for a state championship, and here to help me look at those state final games and uh, big weekend ahead is uh FNP Sports Writer Joe Ferraro. How are you, Joe?
1: Doing great, Greg. I, th- I think we're going to have a long week. Yeah,
0: it is going to be a long week. I mean, we, you, you just look at Saturday alone, and that could be four state championship games. That that would be one of our busiest and biggest days ever i i would have to say it's, it's hard it's hard to beat that so
1: yeah i think i, I give all four teams a, a good chance to make it to saturday
0: i i do too I, I i think they're all in uh pretty good shape to win their next game and then can a couple break through like the frederick girls have the last two years and 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 and, and, and claim the championship Yep. uh let, let's start i guess in order here um we there well first of all we have Class two A, there's two class two A games that we have with Oakdale and uh, Middletown. Uh, those games will happen on Friday. The class three A games will precede that on Thursday with with the Frederick girls and the Thomas Johnson uh, boys. Um, let's start. Let's start with the TJ boys because they'll they'll be first up at down at Xfinity Center in College Park. Uh, TJ, uh, they played Reservoir in, in in the Class Three semifinal. Uh, TJ is back after after falling in the semifinal round last year. Yep. Uh, w- w- what do you think? What do you think of their chances? They're playing a Reservoir team that um, that lost to Tuscarora, a, a, yep. t- a team in TJ's region and uh, a team that TJ has beaten this year. It was it was a close game. Right, Uh, but but uh, but how do you sort of size up TJ going into this game, Joe?
1: I I like their chances. I mean, uh, personnel, you know, very uh, very similar. Uh, I give the edge to TJ. You know, based on what you said, uh, you know, here's um, here's John Manley. He he gets some film on on that reservoir tuscarora game and uh pick uh coach whiten's brain about that and so and on top of that they have the experience of of having been there last year as well I, i think they're they're motivated to to get to that to that final after after what happened last year i think uh i think they felt they they could have gone a little bit uh farther last year a reservoir has some size. Uh, player
0: Josh Donowo, I, I think is maybe how his name is pronounced. five uh, senior forward, averages about 16 points a game. Uh, uh, one of the top players in all of Howard County. And Aria Ameli, uh, a sophomore guard, a six foot sophomore guard, um, who averages uh, 10 points and uh, has a bunch of assists per game uh Manning Manning's also one of their good players too. So they so this is not this is a good team obviously. I mean, to have gotten this far, you have to be a good team. But um but w- w- what do you know about Reservoir and sort of how do you see this game shaking
1: out? <laughs> uh TJ I, I like uh, I like their personnel uh just uh, so many things they can do uh you know, so so versatile, you know, inside and, and out you, you've got guys like uh like Ben and and uh j r. Poe could do do the work inside and then uh uh Richard Rivas can do uh some of it uh outside so uh, and, and so, you- so so I, I i like their i like their versatility and I, I think they they prevail it's it's gonna be a tough one but you know uh, tj's been masterful at winning these uh these close games throughout the year and it's going to be another one uh, but uh i'm thinking tj by, by around five or six
0: yeah i mean their versatility you've written about that all year yep. um and, and just the, the the way they create second chances for themselves with the way they rebound the ball uh, and and just crash the boards with shaman uh uh, Janice and uh and, JR and Bennett Commander, and even Richard Rivas can grab an offensive rebound or two for you every now and then. So just the extra chances they create for themselves seems to be a huge factor.
1: Yeah, and uh, and they also play defense very well. So, you know, if there are stretches uh, – I think I've probably said this about four or five times this year already, but if if, if they encounter a stretch where the ball's not not going into the basket – You know they can can rely on uh, you know a very strong defense uh, for one and and number two, they could they could rely on those uh, those second chance opportunities. So so they could uh, withstand uh, any droughts that come their way. Uh, The winner of the T.J. Reservoir game
0: on Saturday will play the winner of the other 3A semifinal between C. Milton Wright. And uh, Baltimore Polly uh, I'd say Polly's is the favorite to win uh, the state Absolutely. title uh, for sure. I think Absolutely, twenty and five this year. Number of uh, highly regarded uh, college recruits. A uh, very very, very yep. big team too. I think most of their starting lineup is is six feet six one or taller. So yep. so Polly will be the favorite, but we'll see if uh, TJ could get past Reservoir if, if if they can give him a game. In, in that state final.
1: And not just that, but uh, you know you, you look at their schedule, Polly. I mean they they, they, pay, they play a really tough schedule. Uh, you know Gretty, which is just to the west of us in, in Hagerstown, you know, traditionally very strong. you know Granby, a team out of Norfolk uh, that's you know apparently you know very strong. So you know they, they load up their schedules with tough games. So you know they're they're battle tested, they're, they're big, yeah. strong. Talented. It's going to be tough for you know whoever gets to to the final to face them.
0: Let's go to the girls' uh, game uh, Thursday night. The three A girls' game. Uh, Frederick uh, seeking to become. Uh, uh, are they? Will they be the first? team to win three state titles? Uh, I know you have a story on in that. In Frederick uh,
1: County uh, basketball history? Yeah, you, yes. you have a
0: big story coming out on, yep. in Thursday's paper, and yeah, b- seeking no team, uh, boys or girls, in Frederick County has ever won three in a row before. That's what the Frederick girls are trying to accomplish. Yep. And uh, you saw them play Westminster in the regional final, another lopsided win for them. Just what what, what strikes you about the Frederick girls, it, That's the few times you've seen them?
1: You know what, it, it's just their press. I mean, they, they, they just uh, totally You know, deflate teams. You know, from the tip, and then, you know, you're you're four minutes in, and you're down by ten points, and you know, you're the opposition. You know, they they beat you down mentally, physically. It's it's just really tough. Uh, all, All five of those girls out there on the floor really uh you know giving it uh, their they're all out there defensively and it 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 really uh, puts the the opponent in, in a bind I mean you, you've got the obvious uh, you know Michaela Daniels and everything that she can do and we, be know, it's, it's been her fourth uh, their fourth trip to states right fourth strip to fourth uh, straight uh, trip to the state tournament yes yes yeah. uh, semifinals uh, her freshman year and then uh, yeah Two straight uh, finals and, since then.
0: An Arkansas recruit, and she's also closing in on two thousand points uh, in in, in yes. her career, which would be remarkable too. So, uh, yes. Fr- so Frederick's so. playing a Long Reach team uh, that was in the championship game last year. So, so, so the team yes. that, that that's been on the big stage before too. So, yep. Um, I'm not sure how much they could push Frederick, but but at least they they've been there and maybe won't be in awe of the moment. So well, this uh,
1: this is a rematch uh, of last year's state final. Uh, Frederick uh, won by 12 points, and so yeah, a team that that could really shoot the ball well, especially with uh, one of their uh, talented guards, uh, Lyric Swans. You could really shoot it. Uh, boy, I, I, I still like uh, Frederick with. With uh, with that defense, I mean, it just just creates so many problems. Um, I, I think that if they, you know, do do a good job of uh, of uh, doing what they've always done, you know, create turnovers, you know, get the get the pace uh, up up pretty high, like uh, like their chances again. And again, that game will take place at nine o'clock
0: on Thursday at uh, CQ Arena in Towson. The winner of that game, the Frederick Longreach game, will face the winner of the other three A semifinal between Aberdeen, a team another state power that Frederick's familiar with, that they they, they, yep. they beat him for, for a state title in 2011. They lost to him uh, for a state title, I believe, in state uh, semifinals. State semifinals. Uh, yes, in the following uh, year, the, the fall, fo- the very following year. So they're, they're teams that have a history together, and and that could, that could be another uh, uh, state final matchup on Saturday night at Towson. So yep. on Friday at Towson at 5 p.m. the Middletown girls. Uh, we'll, we'll take on Queen Anne's, uh, a state finalist last year. Uh, Queen right. Anne's uh, got all the way there and they, and they lost to poolsville last year. It's 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 a team. They don't have a ton of experience in the state tournament, but again, much like Longreach, they've been there before and and they probably won't be in awe of the moment. So
1: they they won't be i i like middletown you know just because of the they have a, a better strength of schedule you know having played you know their share of close games this year against teams like like oakdale and um, and frederick and walkersville i uh, mean you know, queen, queen Anne's. i, I think um, I, I like middletown there as well you know and also
0: they have the best player too in, in sailor Poffenbart.
1: they they do they do and and uh, you know poolsville you know, the team that won it all last year, you know, beat uh, Queen Anne's by 40 points. So, you know, whereas Middletown last year gave them a much t- tougher battle, you know, lost them by two. So, so uh, you just go on uh, past it, uh, history, common opponents, you you, you definitely like uh, Middletown on that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, often in this round you see the imbalance of the regions where some regions are stronger than others. And, yep. and, and you get some lopsided matchups often in the state semifinals. Uh, So, the winner of Middletown, um, Queen Anne's, as I flip through my notes here, uh, they will uh, face the winner of the other 2A semifinal. That um, is uh, River
1: Hill Hill and and Hereford. And
0: and Hereford, yes. Um, So, it should be interesting. And that that game will be a little earlier in the day on on Saturday at uh, CQ Arena. Um, Hereford um, hasn't been to the state tournament recently. And uh, uh, River Hill uh, uh, was was finalist uh, back in uh, twelve and thirteen. So, so a team right. with a little bit of experience, but not the players on this roster wouldn't have been on those teams. Sure. So, sure. so that's how the two A girls shake out. Uh, the final game of the semifinal stage will be the Oakdale boys. Um, they will be uh, taking on. Um,
1: they get Wicomico well, in the state uh, semis, yes. Another,
0: another Eastern Shore team. Wicomico making their 26th appearance um, in, in a state semifinal. They've only won one championship, though, but back in <laughs> uh, 2002. And, and you right. have Oakdale, who's been there five of the last seven years, still looking for their first state title. And to me, Joe, that that's just the intriguing thing about this matchup, is you have two teams that have have been there a bunch, but, but they really haven't broken through before.
1: Yep, yep, and oakdale uh like their chances again uh the same thing uh i said about middletown uh just the the competition they've had you know throughout the season uh they've played uh you know patterson and the governor's challenge a a team they may (laughs) likely face in the in, in the final uh so so I, I like, uh, like Oakdale there. I mean, they, they've been through their, their adversity also this season with, with their share of injuries, and they've, uh, they've been uh, stronger because of it.
0: Do you think this has been a better year for county basketball overall?
1: For county basketball overall, I, I think uh, if you take it into consideration, um, you know, the boys and, and the girls uh, overall, it's it's been it's been interesting. It's been it's been a a solid year. Yeah, because
0: because last year, of course, you had three of the teams were back with the Frederick girls, TJ yep. boys, and Oakdale boys back in the semifinals. Then you had Middletown this year. It just it it just seems like on the girls' side with players like. Rose Bubakar, Frederick, with Kayla right. Daniels, with Sailor Poffenbarger. I mean, you have you have great players playing in this area too. Same, same with the boys, you have a, you have a handful sure. of really good players. Uh, maybe not going uh, to school for basketball, like in, in mm-hmm. the case of like Colin Schlee, but but still a really some someone that could play Division One basketball if, if they wanted to. Um, winner of the Oakdale <laughs> Wicomico boys will take on the winner of the Patterson Thomas Stone, two uh, A semifinal. <laughs> Uh we I guess we I would say that Patterson Oakdale uh, rematch is is is, yep. is 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 likely uh there. Yep. And we'll we'll see. I mean uh uh Tommy Kelly uh, got uh got hurt in that first early in that first Patterson game and in Oakdale's mm-hmm. probably gotten better since that game. So their lineups are a little more settled. So we'll see if they can give Patterson a little better game uh than they did uh the first go around.
1: In the governor's challenge, yep. Right.
0: Yep. Yep. So it should be exciting. Uh, I mean, we're likely to get at least one champion, uh, and, and, and 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 maybe more than that. So, sort of, what what are you looking for in, in, in these four games? Like, what do you feel these teams have to prove, or, or, or what are some of the things you'll be watching?
1: What are some of the things I'll, I'll be watching? Uh, I think uh, uh, the 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 boys' side. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see if they can. Uh, you know, they can make it through. Uh, boy, with the, with the girls, uh, I think it's uh, it's almost a sure bet. You know, they're gonna uh, they're gonna make it through. But uh, the the boys' games are are intriguing. Uh, you know, they should be uh, competitive. Yeah. So, you know, and. Uh, Really looking forward to it on, on Thursday and Friday.
0: We've also had the extra week of the basketball season too, because these games have got pushed back, I guess, because of the venue availability. So sure. So so these games are happening a week later than they normally do, um, and and they're going to bump up against the start of the spring season, which is, uh, which is um, which uh, I be, believe begins next weekend. So yep, twenty first of March. Uh, but but that's fine really. by us because we, we we like staying busy around here, and, and, and absolutely we, we like covering all these teams. So thanks Joe appreciate it uh, and no worries we look forward to your uh, both your story on, on the Frederick girls uh, uh, going into the uh, semis and, 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 your, and your coverage throughout the weekend so when we come back here on the final score we will chat with the coach of the Middletown uh, girls basketball team Amy Poffenbarger and her daughter Sailor uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get their thoughts on the upcoming weekend and uh, the, their relationship as a, as a mother coach uh, as a mother as a coach player mother daughter um uh tandem and uh and we'll also find out what's what sailors uh, thinking about uh in in terms of uh, college and where she stands in the recruiting process so all of that after this break here on the final score podcast
1: cool well, did, did they come in today then or yeah,
2: earlier today, yeah okay nice very
3: cool why do i train
2: why do i train I train to jump higher.
3: I train because
0: I have something to prove.
2: Be faster.
0: Because speed, strength, and being better overall on and off the field is my mission.
2: Nothing to me is impossible.
0: I'm Andrew Simpson from Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence, which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. As we mentioned earlier, the Middletown girls basketball team, back in the state semifinals for the first time since 2013, On Friday evening at Towson University, they will take on 2A East champion Queen Anne's in a state semifinal. Their top player is sophomore Sailor Poffenbarger. Uh, Their coach is her mother, Amy, and they are both with me in studio now. Sailor, we'll start with you. I mean, what has this run to the state semis meant to you and your teammates?
2: I think it means a lot. It just shows how, like, when you work hard, it pays off. And I think that sometimes you don't, like recognize that in the season when you're just like I mean there's parts where it's like really the season seems really long and it's like a lot of practices you go practice every day two hours I mean there's like you're with each other so much and I think sometimes I don't think you get sick of it but like it's just kind of like super long and every other season isn't as long and I think that this really helps us just like appreciate everything we did and just show how like when you work hard it really does pay off and I think it's just really fun because it's a group of girls where we all really enjoy being around each other. So it's not like it's hard to come to practice and be with each other. And it's fun just, like, being able to do it because I think our town is just kind of, like, we've grown up together and we've worked so hard. Like, it's not just a one-year thing. We've played together for, I don't know, I've played with some of the, the girls since, like, fifth and sixth grade, like, before that. And so it's fun just, like where it counts. I mean, we have like mid-Maryland championships or whatever, but I think that this just like means so much more than just like our team and just our community. Everybody is so like involved with it. It means a lot.
0: And Amy, along those lines, you could argue the team has found its stride at the perfect for perfect time of year. I mean, you could argue your last two games were your best games of the season. Why, why is the team playing so well right now when, when it counts?
3: They just find energy. I think that they they're rising to the occasion they realize what's at stake you know we kept talking about um you know the regular season was kind of played for for seating and this is now it's one and done Um, I think the girls really took it to heart I mean we lose and we're done and and I think they realize that if we don't give everything we have we're going to be sitting at home or or getting ready for their spring sport
0: your, your last two wins have sort of been defensive wins. I mean, your offense has been humming rea- really all season with Sailor and, 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 and other good players. But really, defensively, you guys have locked down the last two games uh, against Poolsville and uh, against Oakdale. Just why, why have you seen the commitment at, at, at that end of the floor? Or why have you guys found your stride there um, so well?
3: I think, like you said, offensively they've been in a flow, and I think they've realized on the defensive end they needed to pick it up a little bit. Um, I, I said to you before, I really think we hit our stride at the Walkersville game behind Melanie Pick. She just... You know, she realized in that game, maybe I don't need to score. Maybe I just need to play the best defense I can play. And I, that was the best defense I've ever seen her play. And she's just kind of kept doing that. And I think that the other girls have kind of jumped on board and played really good defense. And um, I think that's kind of where we've found our stride is was starting at that Walkersville game at Walkersville
0: sailor in the regional championship game it was, it was i mean it was 17 to 2 at one point i mean you, it, it almost seemed like you guys were taken personally that oakdale was trying to score against you just what have you seen on, on the defensive end with you guys
2: um i definitely think that we've just like really come together knowing i mean we always at this entire year and all i mean a lot of teams i've been on has really stressed defense just knowing like defense wins championships like you have to constantly play defense and i think this year our team's really just like controlling what we can control and we can control defense like we can always control how hard we work and I think that like Mel like my, she said Melanie is like she th- like she is so like important to our team that I think it was really good when she just realized like I can control everything I do on defense like there's on offense you can't control if the bog is in the hoop, you can't control like if the refs are going to call something or not like I think on defense it really helps because you just you know that if you try as hard as you can like and you just are smart about it like it'll probably work out. And I think our team has realized that defense is just not – it's not easy, but it's just, like, you can control it the entire time. And that's helped a lot just knowing that we will be – like, we control the energy. We control, like, how – if the other team is scoring. And I think it just started with, like, Oakdale getting home court advantage. We knew we had to, like, go in, start from the top. I mean, Oakdale's kind of, like, our – I mean, I guess I kind of call it a rival. Yeah, but like
0: share the same region, sure.
2: Yeah, and I think that it's just – we knew that we had to go in there and set it because, I mean, we had fans, but it was still at Oakdale. And I think defense was just the way we started and created our momentum, and then offense just came with it.
0: You say you have fans. I mean, you had a great turnout. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amy, I know you were urging everyone to wear orange at the oh, game. Yeah. Did, it, did it feel like a home game, especially early when you guys got off to the good start?
2: Yeah, when I – well, I took my water out, and when I walked in, I was really – I mean, it was just, like, shocking to me. It felt really good just knowing that my entire town was behind us and – we, like, walked in there, and I don't think I even saw any white. I saw all orange, and just, like, it was just cool because it just shows, like, how much this means to our town. Like, a, a high school basketball team, I mean, I it's just, like, crazy that everybody is there. There's people there that i have never had a kid in the program, never had, us like, a relative in the program, and they're just there supporting because it's what they want to do i mean it's a friday night or saturday night anybody could be going out to dinner and doing anything so it showed a lot that we just had that support system and i think that also helps because the only way we can thank them is just playing good for them and i think that we just like our team is just like such a family that we knew that we wanted to make sure that they were like thanked and
0: yeah i mean i think you called it middletown east <laughs> and it, yeah. it, it, it did seem that way at times especially when you guys got off for the fast start uh, one of the other things you said is you love your team's work ethic. Just just talk about that more and explain what you mean by that.
3: The kids just get after it. I mean, there's times where you know we have to get on them and and keep them focused, but they want to go out there and they want to work hard and they want to you know get the plays right. They want to um, work hard in our shell drill defense. I mean, we we don't do any anything new or different at practice. We just try to focus on. Um, kind of the controllables. that you know when, when we get after defense, we're getting after them. We want everybody in the passing lanes. We want hands up. We want them closing out correctly. Um, and that's you know that's the work ethic. and when we when we do a shooting drill, we try to you know do so many in a row, not just shoot the ball, You're like let's make five in a row and then move to another spot. And the girls really, you know, they take pride in that. And when we shoot free throws, it's not – we are just, just go and shoot. It's, you have to make five in a row before you can move on to something else. And so that makes them have to focus. They can't just go up and throw the ball up. They have to make the shots before they can move on.
0: Sailor, you have to want to work, though. I mean, why are you and your teammates so willing to put in the effort to, to be good?
2: Um, I think it just because it's fun. Like, I, like I said, like, our group of girls care about each other so much, and I think it's just – that's, like, a part of why it's so fun, obviously. I mean, I would not want to play with any, any other team. And I know sometimes, like, we'll butt heads here and there, but, like, I know that those, like, ten girls are not only my teammates, but, like, have my back no matter what, and they're, like, my best friends. And I think that's huge because it just makes it so easy to work for each other, just knowing that if you're – like if I get beat, then someone's help side. And it's just it's easy because you can just pick up like where each other left off and it's not pointing fingers at any certain person. It's just because we all want the same – we have the same goal. We have – we all think the same. And I think it just helps because we care about each other. And it just made it like a lot – it's really fun when you work. I mean, we go to practice. Sometimes people might be having a bad day, but everybody on the team picks each other up. And that's just what makes it fun. It makes you want to keep working for it
0: last season was good for you guys i mean you guys were in the regional semifinals that you lost to poolsville who went on to win win the state title what were your expectations coming into this season
2: um i was like i was still super like kind of upset about the game i mean i definitely think we should have won the game but
0: how how long did you hold on to it all throughout (laughs) all throughout the summer well i didn't
2: play this summer so i held it on longer but because i don't know i just think this season we were a lot more hungry just knowing like especially by two points, like, it just stinks to lose by two. And I think that this, like, we kind of knew, like, okay, we can't. Like, we just got to go. We got to work harder, put our heads down. And I think per majority of our team just did that this summer. I mean, nobody stopped working. We came to drop-ins. We had open gym. We played fall ball. I think that this season we just kind of we're just like, we're not losing. Like, we're not going to do- go through that again. We know how much it hurts to lose. Like, why don't- like we just let's just win. And that was kind of our mentality was just – we're not losing.
0: Right. Real, real quick, uh, why did you not play over the summer? Just recharge the batteries, take a take a break, or did I, you get hurt? Or, um, yeah, I yeah. tore
2: my labrum, in my hip. Okay. And so I had surgery in April last year, and I recovered, and I got cleared, I think, the middle of September.
0: What, was it killing you not to be out on the court? Because I, I, basketball is, is so much of your life.
2: Yeah, I play, well, I play travel with a team in Germantown. So, I mean, it was good because they like, kept me involved. I went down to practices. They came up and practiced where I could go, and I think it was good. But, I I mean, obviously I would have loved to be out there, but I think hindsight being 2020, I'm glad I sat out just knowing that I could rest my whole body. I mean, and I think it was a blessing that I could just work on getting stronger for a year and rehab my hip.
0: How did you tear your your hip there?
2: They're not exactly sure. I think, well, I have a, like a, I had a bone, like, misplaced, I don't know, it was, like, misshaped. And so I... They think that it – I mean, I'm pretty sure it was just, like, over time. It just was tearing at it. I fell against Walkersville, and that's when I, I noticed it. And But I finished the season, so it wasn't terrible.
0: Yeah, so, so the pain wasn't so much that you couldn't get through the through the season. Yeah, so. it wasn't terrible. I mean, how long have you been playing year-round basketball, it seems like, for most of your life, right?
2: Yeah, since, like, fifth grade, whenever I started Fury.
0: Yeah. And, and yet- I,
3: yeah I would say she – the. Year round, without another sport, would be about eighth grade, but she, she played multiple sports up until about eighth grade. Okay,
0: so yeah, I mean you haven't had a lot of breaks, so mm-hmm. so so you, it almost forced you to to to, to take a break there. Yeah. Um, Amy, what were your expectations for this uh, group coming into the year?
3: They were high. I knew what we had, and I knew um, you know what we'd lost from the year before, and um, I knew behind I, Sailor and Melanie Pick that that was a good group two girls to build around and our seniors have been great leaders um Molly Farron Bree Schill and Gemma Cariotti have really been solid leaders for us and so I my goal from the day one was a state tournament I wanted to you know I tell these girls you have to work in baby steps but in order to achieve that state championship, you have to want you have to work hard to win these other games and and but the expectations were high. But it started with getting a group of girls to play together. And in the beginning of the season, I I wouldn't say we were like that. We weren't a group of girls that wanted to um, necessarily make that extra pass and as we've grown and realized that hey if I give that ball up it's coming back and we they've seen that how that works and that's what's happened with this team they've grown we weren't great in the beginning I mean we won games but we weren't great as a unit and now we are great as a unit
0: I wanted to ask you about some of your uh, players uh, specifically start with Melanie pick What, what does she bring to the team
3: she brings consistency you know she does like I said on defensively she's willing to um to you know to guard a tough player so she might be undersized um but she's willing to go in there and play good defense and um on the offensive end she's you know she'll make the extra pass she'll try to get out for Saylor and, and be uh, you know an outlet for Sailor to run the lane and um but she she's consistent. That's what Melanie gives us, and and she's done. She's grown throughout the year. I wouldn't say she was the most consistent player in the beginning, and now she's grown into that type of a player. And you know she's funny. You know in practices they you know they, they have a good time, and she she brings that.
0: Your thoughts on Melanie uh, Sailor?
2: Um, is just one of the girls I've played with forever. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you when I started playing with her. And I think with Melanie, she just. She's constantly wanting to do whatever is best for the team. I mean, at the beginning of the season I don't think offensively she was at her best and I she just put her head down. She was whatever it was that we gave her input on, she was taking and she was trying to get better at and she was constantly getting like working, I mean, going down there working on post moves and just a lot of it with Melanie was like confidence. She just needed to know that she could do it. And I think just like that's just how Melanie is cuz she's so smart. She sees the floor and like her basketball IQ is just super, super high, and I think that when she just, be- like, believed in herself, like, she said, I mean, I, she's really consistent, but once she believed, it just all clicked, and all came together, and I, that's just how Melanie's always been. She's always been the kind of person that just puts her head down and goes to work, doesn't really say much. I mean, like, she jokes around, she has fun, but, like, she, she works hard, not only in, like, practice, but just all the time. I mean, will be play at team bonding and have like a game, and she's she's winning it.
0: <laughs> How about Megan Chipley?
2: Um, Megan has definitely developed over the years. She de- She started, I think, in like sixth grade. She's not played basketball in her life, and I think she's just like she's definitely just like one of the best girls. She's just super good kid, and I think that on the basketball court it shows because she just I don't know. She doesn't also. Like always, it's not always about basketball. Like even in practices, like it's just she just cares, and I think that that uh, you can't teach that. She just constantly is caring about you as a person. And I know Megan, she is the work. Her work ethic is ridiculous, and she's constantly wanting to get better. She's going to the park. She's going, going to different things. She's constantly wanting to work out with me. I she's the one person I know I can text every time, and she'll work out with me. And I think that I mean she's it definitely shows her. She's had a re- really good season, and she's just I can rely on Megan a lot and trust her.
0: What are your thoughts on Megan uh, Amy? Uh,
2: I can' I echo what
3: sailors saying the one thing that I feel bad Megan has battled migraines all season and so that's why sometimes she kind of goes up and down and she her mom had kind of worked with some medication and trying to get her where they there's just not even an ache and Um, sometimes she just fights through it and that's just the kind of kid she is like she's not going to tell you when she's not feeling good and um, you know she wouldn't really tell me when she doesn't feel good but throughout the season I could start to read her at practice and I could tell when she was having a really bad headache and um, but you know she's she just is a fighter she just she wants to be so good and she wants to perform for the girls and she wants to she wants to be that guard and that was a role we'd asked her to step into this year because that wasn't her that's not her natural position um she's naturally more of a two guard and she's done a good job she worked on ball handling and and um driving to the basket you could really see how well she's you know improved that this year
0: another player that gave you a lot on both ends of the floor Saturday uh, Gemma Cariotti mm-hmm.
3: Gemma is she's a fun she, yeah to me Gemma lights up a room when she's Happy, you know her smile. She she's has a lot of energy, um, but Gemma. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to get out of her at a game, and um, we're always trying to work with her on the bench to keep her upbeat. And um, when when she sets her mind to it, she can do anything she wants to.
0: She had a pretty slick little reverse layup. She did. Uh, I think against Oakdale too. She did. Yeah.
3: yeah, we were we were giving her we were teasing her about that at film session on Monday. But you know she she has that ability, and it's just consistently trying to pull that out of Gemma and sometimes I think she questions her ability, um, because basketball is not something she does all the time. You know, she's, she used to be really big into soccer and, um, and the more she realizes where, how she could have been in basketball, she's put
2: in a little bit more time, but Gemma, sometimes we got to pull it out of her.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on Gemma? uh, Yeah,
2: I definitely think that she like, she lights up a room. I mean, she's really fun to be around and in practice, she, like, makes practice and she makes games fun. I mean, ob- sometimes when she's not at her best, she's not always that happiest. But I think when she is, she is, like, she's so fun to play with because, I mean, she, like you said, like, she she can pull some things out of her sleeve that you, like, don't know about. And I think it's, like, it's fun because she's, like, it's just she doesn't believe in herself and when she it just like there's like little parts where you're like, oh, there's the Gemma that we know that you're like capable of doing, but then it like hides. But I, th- I mean, all together she brings it so much to our team. Being a senior, like, I don't know, she just she always plays hard and she's like she works hard. I, she's really fun to play with.
0: When you when you need a big shot, Caitlin Wolkers can often uh, give it to you. Tell me about Caitlin.
2: Yeah, I love. I mean, Caitlin's one of my best friends, and I think that just like getting to know her this year has been really fun because. I don't know, I wasn't as close to her before the season, and basketball has definitely created a really good relationship between us. She's one of the, another girl that doesn't believe in herself at all. I mean, she's, if you saw in the Oakdale game, she was wide open, like, four more times, just she went, she didn't take her shots. I think she doesn't, like, she. she's just learned her role, right? She, like, at the beginning of the season, she didn't trust herself. She was like, I don't know if I should do this, but I think now that she's, like, coming out of her shell, she's trusting herself, she's driving, because she's, she has so much potential she's so athletic that sometimes she like cages her athleticism up and i think that like in big games she comes out of it and it's just like that's the caitlin we know and she's really i mean i think this season she's grown so much and just trusted herself and just let her ability take over and it's been really fun to watch like her throughout the season
0: have you tried to coax a little more assertiveness out of um, caitlin there uh, amy
2: just by talking to her, just by reassuring
3: her how how good she is. I mean, she's she's she loves basketball again. That's kind of what she tells me. She's like, I finally love basketball again, and I think that that's it's showing. And um, and sometimes it just takes being around people that love basketball. And I mean, this group of girls loves it, and it, and she's had a positive. Uh, reinforcement. She's, you know, in the Oakdale game at our place, they just left her wide open. And and I said to her, I said, you know, Caitlin, how you respond to this is going to show your character. I said, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to stand there and not do anything? Or are you going to say, hey, shame on you for not guarding me? And she came out and knocked down maybe our first six points of the second half. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, and that's that's Caitlin. And um, I think this off season you'll see her put in even more time and you'll see an even different kid somebody that can handle the ball more somebody that'll shoot pull-up jumpers um, because she'll put in that time because of the success she's had this season
0: Why, why is the chemistry on this team so good sailor i mean uh coach describes you guys as a family and you guys do things on and off the court together just why is the chemistry so good with this group
2: I think it's just cuz we care about each other. Like, I think that this year is just so much more than a game. I mean, yeah, basketball is fun. We all play together. We go do our work. We put like put our shoes on. We play basketball, but outside of basketball, we all tell each other like whatever the little gossip is. Like we're constantly talking to each other, like helping each other out through like just high school girls. And I think that I mean, girls are complicated and I think that this season like we've just come together as one just like not just on with a basketball but without it and I think that that helps so much because it just makes it so much easier when you put a basketball in our hands because we're just like so comfortable with each other we care about each other so much because I mean I think I can talk for everybody on our team that we I mean everybody would do anything for anyone on our team and I think that's what just makes it easy is we're just so close and we're all sisters
0: do you find that your teammates were deferring to you too much uh, earlier in the season? Has that gotten better? Are they deferring to you less now? Yeah,
2: I think definitely. I think it's just like it was just a trust thing. That nobody like they didn't trust themselves, and I think that it just took them hitting a shot or hitting a layup or getting a steal to just trust themselves. And I think definitely just throughout the season we've gotten a lot closer because I know some of the girls I've played with. Like, the beginning of the season, I mean, I played with them, but I wasn't close with them as I am now. And I think this season we've just – me and Gemma – or me, Brichelle, and Molly are, like, have really worked on making sure we do a lot of team bonding and just making sure we're together, not just on the basketball court. And I think that's definitely shown that we're just close no matter what. And it does, least, like, it's just so much more than a game.
0: Do you also feel the girls have gotten better at not deferring to Taylor as much, uh, Amy?
3: Definitely. I, I mean, I think you can see it in Mel. Mel's three points. I mean, she's really hitting that wide-open three-point shot because Sailor might drive and get t- – two or three people on and she kicks it out and mel's draining that three-point shot which is huge and um i think one game sailor drove three or four times and first time melanie hit it then molly hit it and then megan hit the three-pointer so uh, you know it's important for them to be ready to catch and shoot at any time
0: speaking of three-pointers the uh, sailor you're not shy about um, <laughs> uh, p- p- putting up the three ball and, and you'll take some some deep shots just what gives you the confidence to take those shots and, and do you always think they're good shots
2: um, I don't think a shot's ever a bad shot. It okay. might not be the right time, but it's not a bad shot. Okay. And I think, I mean, I just have confidence because that's just what I practice. Like, I don't sit, I don't go work out. I work out with my trainer, Larry Gray, and I don't go sit there and just stand on the three-point line and shoot threes. I'm constantly working on creating space because, I mean, I never know what defense I'm going to get thrown at. Like, people throw different defenses at me that I just know that I'm going to have to just know situations, certain situations. So we're constantly watching film. We watch, we always, I mean, he's just giving me different moves to show me how to maybe break down a defender or get open or like, so it's not, that's what I practice. And I think it just helps because I mean, my mom, she gives me the green light to shoot them. So it, I mean, that helps just knowing that yeah, I mean, she might give me a look every once in a while, but other than that, she's kind of, su- she's like pr- really supportive of all the shots I take. I mean, she- sometimes she'll look at me and I'm just like, okay, wrong time. But <laughs> other than that, I just, it's just, it's just what I do. It's not anything different than in a workout I do. So it just comes natural. You've
0: always done that from day one, or you've adjusted to the way the defenses sort of collapse around you around the basket?
2: I think I was definitely like labeled more as a shooter. Earlier on this season, and I not as much last year, but just my. I mean, I I know I don't rely on my th- three-point shot. It's just kind of a plus, and I I've relied a lot on my post game this year because they're throwing small defenders at me and just being able to post up and go. But the three. I mean, I've never stopped working on that, and I've. Con- I mean, I've kind of just like extended my range. The stronger I've gotten, because. I used to not shoot as far back as I
0: did. Has something inspired that, uh, p- putting it up from deeper? Do you watch Steph Curry and, and see where he's putting sh- putting shots up from? Or has something inspired that, or do you just feel comfortable sh- shooting from where you're shooting?
2: I mean, Larry's just kind of stressed that a lot. Like, we were constantly working on range, just, like, not – I mean, just different ranges. I don't know. His son, Duran, is, like, uh, who I work out with, and he – can shoot lights out from anywhere, and I think just working out with him is just kind of me. Wanted to be like, like shoot like him. You can do that, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I mean, and that's the way basketball is going too, right? Isn't it becoming just a three-point-centric game, sort of?
2: I mean, I think so. I don't know. College is just like when I look when I train, I think of what I'm gonna do at the next level, like how I can impact the game more. And I think, yeah, it's a lot of three-point shooting, but it's also a lot of like post-up, high-low post game. And I think that. I mean, me and Melanie pick try to do that a lot. Try to always put the high low, but I don't know. I feel like a lot more people can shoot nowadays than they mi- used to be able to. But I think that's just with our generation. People want to shoot threes,
0: but but you make them though. So mm-hmm. I mean, so some someone might look at that on the surface and say that's a bad shot, but if it goes in, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not a bad shot, obviously. So, <laughs> Amy, would you like to see Sailor sc- scoot up a little more on some on some of those um, threes?
3: like she said that's what they practice you know i mean to me it's a normal shot i mean when she's practices him um, he you know has her scoot back even further and further and, and just pushes the boundary to see you know to to just work on form work on her leg power and her follow through and um it and it's creativity she you know he 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 adds creativity to the game and he works on her post moves he brings her out I'm not going to lie. There are a couple of times I've looked at her like, okay, maybe that wasn't the right time. Um, but, you know, when
0: it. So it's a matter of timing. It's, it's not right. the right time. It's not the shot itself that's bad. It's when you take the shot. Correct. Correct.
3: Okay. Yeah. So there, there are a couple times when there's like 10 seconds on the clock and she keeps backing up. And I'm like, why is she backing up?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, plus it's tough just living in, in, in the pain, right? With, with the defenses collapsing around you and stuff. I mean, it's basically four on one, it seems, sometimes.
2: Yeah, sometimes I kind of tell my team to, like, be offended by that because they don't realize, like – my team's just, like, so much more – like, our team is so much more than just, like, oh, let's just all guard Sailor. Like, I think – and that's what our – I think that's what our team's done lately is they just are telling teams, like, you you guard her, shame on you. Like, I'm going to get my ten points. And I think Melanie's done a good job of that. She takes the ball, she drives, she shoots it. Mel- Megan does it. Gemma's doing it. I think Caitlin's doing a good job of just shooting the ball. And I think – So now we're unguardable. I mean, if they're gonna crash on me, we're gonna have an outside shot. And we work a lot on just catching and shooting the ball.
0: Right. It's not easy being the daughter of of a coach, and it's not easy coaching your daughter. Just how do you guys sort of balance that relationship?
3: I mean, I think there's a line. I mean, there's some days where, you know, if that we're harder on each other, and (laughs) then there's some days where it's it's easy. Um, it's just it's never the same. I would say, you know, Sailor's a little bit. Sh- she walks the line a little bit easier than I do, just because she's, you know, kind of happy-go-lucky, fifteen-year-old kid. And I, you know, I, I see things sitting at home or didn't get completed, or maybe she frustrated me with something in, uh, else in life. And um, I'm you gonna know, keep this. I, I tend to hold on to it a little bit longer. Um, but you know, my assistant coaches are great. You know, they're, Jess Roz is phenomenal. Um, which gives Sailor an outlet to talk to, and and you know, and, and then Jess can say, hey, you know what? Maybe you're being a little hard on her, or Jess might say, you're not being hard enough on her, and and so that, it's nice to have Jess there because you know Jess played at Middletown; she was on that 2013 team that went to states, and. Um, you know, she, she's a good outlet for us and but it there is a line but it I, I wouldn't trade it for the world I mean I to be able to go on this journey with your daughter is it's a blessing and I, I'm enjoying every minute of it
0: does it feel natural or do you feel sometimes like you're going out of your way to be too hard on her because she is your daughter or not? Or not hard enough. It's
3: the other way. It. I, it's it's yeah. it's actually it's unnatural for me to be super nice. Like I mean, I it's it's more natural for me to be hard on her because of I know what she can do. I know the level she can play at, and so I think that's why I tend to be harder on her. Um, and but sometimes I just have to remind myself she's fifteen and um, to go a little bit easier on her. But sometimes that's the hard part for me to go easy on her. Um, but you know, I mean, it's. It, I, I'm just so blessed and happy to be able to, to you know, walk this with her.
0: Is it difficult playing for your mom?
2: I mean, for the most part, I don't think it's difficult. There's obviously times where I'm just kind of like, oh, my goodness, like I can't get enough. I can, cannot get away from her. But other than that, I think, I think it's really fun just being – because, I mean, I can talk to her no matter what. I mean, we – this isn't the only journey we're going through. We're going through the whole recruiting process together, AAU. I was about to ask you about that, yeah. Like, we're just – I mean, she just helps me through that. And I think it just helps knowing that she's been there. She's – so I can – I mean, I can always trust her knowledge and everything she's telling me. I mean, this season, I think it's I, – I wouldn't trade it either. I think it's fun just being able to say that my mom's my coach. A lot of people – I mean, so many people don't have the option to say that. And a lot of people wouldn't even play for their parents. And I think it's just – we get along, and we—I mean, yeah, there's issues, but like for the most part, I think we do. I mean, I don't have an issue with it.
0: Can you beat your brother in basketball?
2: Yeah, twenty-one-zero. <laughs> yeah, 20 ask one, what your brother.
0: Uh, okay. Do we need to call
3: Reese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about Reese? No, she yeah. cannot beat Reese. <laughs> no,
0: you, you can't. Can't beat. Can't beat Reese.
2: I mean, I lose by like one, or okay. two. All right. Or Is ten.
0: It, <laughs> Does that kill you that you lose to recent basketball, or is, is it super competitive? Or
2: he's so just cocky. Yeah,
0: oh, he is. Okay. He rubs it in my yeah. face
2: the whole. I I'm pretty sure yesterday he said something about it. Somebody asked me, and he was like, twenty one zero. But
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, w- where do we stand in the uh, recruiting process? Uh, how is that going? What's it What's it been like so far? Uh, are you, how close to a decision are you? What can you say? Because I know you might not be able to say a whole lot about it.
2: Um, I'm pretty like open through the whole process. I mean, I have some. I have a lot. Of, I mean, I'm grateful for everybody that has recruited me, and I'm. I haven't narrowed it down at all because I, my parents just kind of stress. You're 15 years old. Like a lot can change, and I'm two years away from it. I mean, sometimes I can tell. I can think I'm done with the process, and I have favorites. But I mean, I just. I'm kind of keeping everything open because a lot can change. People can transfer. Coaches can leave. And I think I just need to maybe mature a little bit more, but I mean, uh, overall, I—I I don't know. I feel like within the next year I'll be done.
0: You want it. you? Do you have a certain date you want to get it done by, or no? No. Okay. How how do you get contacted the most by college coaches? Is it through the mail? Does some? Do they call you, or or what's what's the biggest form of communication?
3: The, the rule is they cannot call her okay because she's she's just a sophomore but since I am the high school coach they can actually call me okay. or they can call Larry who is her AAU coach so that is um, how they contact her so she does get it, it is a um, an advantage that I'm her mother and because she does get to know more about the recruiting process and who's calling and um quicker access to coaches that have called um but you know we don't let her talk to everybody that calls um and we we try to limit the amount of time she spends on the phone with coaches because it can get overwhelming I mean she she could call a coach you know every every other hour and just you know be be consumed with it um so we've put limits on it and we but you know, it, like she said, it's definitely an honor. Um, it's a to me, it's a privilege um, to to be in this situation she's in.
0: Well, when, when a school like UConn or Maryland, I mean, th- these are some of the top programs in in, in all of college basketball that, that that have shown interest in you. Does, does that seem surreal on, on some level that a, that a program like a UConn or whatever whatever program that has a big name does that? seems surreal sometimes that they're interested in you
2: <laughs> yeah it definitely is just like it's kind of I mean it's it's just crazy it, I don't know sometimes I'm like speechless about it because I was that f- four-year-old kid that picked up a basketball and I was like I want to play in Maryland I want to play at UConn like I want to go here I want to go there I want to be the next Maya Moore I want to be this like I that's just always been my goal so now that they're like showing interest it's crazy and I think it's just like that's why I think it's good for me to wait because I'm still caught up in like the are you serious? Like this is weird. I mean, it's just crazy. And
0: and if a coach comes to see like a big name coach comes to see, is it sort of weird to be to think of that person's watching me play in the stands?
2: <laughs> it's definitely I mean, I get nervous about it, but it also gives me confidence because I'm like, why am I worrying? Like if they've traveled all the way out here, it's but not for know, no reason. They
1: know you're good, right? Yeah, yeah. So
2: I mean, it's super I get I always get nervous about when they come, but I think it's just like it's an honor, and I just, I always, I mean, I always just thank God about it because I'm, um, I mean, it, I wouldn't be here without him in this situation. And yeah. I think it's just awesome knowing that they're coming to watch me. And I'm like, I was that kid that watched all them on TV. Like, I mean, at UConn, I watched, like, those coaches i have been there forever. So I've grown up watching them. Maryland. Who,
0: who was your team growing up? Tennessee, Yukon, <laughs> Maryland, did you have one or did you I just was, yeah I
2: was always Yukon. I was okay, always yeah. the next Miami War. <laughs> you
0: you were, yeah. Um first first things first though, yeah, you have a big game on Friday. You guys are uh 23-3 and three this season, uh, your only losses are to Frederick, the reigning two-time state champs, and, and you, you dropped a one-pointer to Oakdale. But you also came back and beat Oakdale pretty handily mm-hmm. uh, in, in the second match up when you guys had him at your place. Did that give you confidence going into Saturday that you, that you had beaten them pretty handily before?
2: Um, yeah, but also we kind of were like, we cannot think, go into this game knowing we beat them by like 19 points before because they were home court advantage. We would have, I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. I didn't mind having to go there. I think it was just, all right, let's just go there and put them in their place kind of thing. And I think that that's how our team was just. We can't go light at all. No, we might have beat them by twenty. Okay, let's beat them by forty. Like we couldn't go in there at all and thinking like, oh, we're fine. We're because they're a good team. I mean, they're going to come out. They're not going to take it easy. They're a fast team. They didn't give up at all.
0: They're playing on the road. Did that fire you guys up a little bit?
2: Yeah, it definitely was just like kind of like we can't play around. I mean, we wanted home court advantage too, but I think. I was I was fine, by it. I mean, honestly, I wasn't too worried. I wasn't too upset about it because I think since they beat us there, I kind of wanted to go there and beat them there.
0: Right, Amy, you referenced it. I mean, you you, guys, you and Oakdale, you know each other very well. You can practically run each other's plays. I mean, did did that help you guys, or how much did that play into Saturday's win?
3: We, definitely, when you know what somebody else is going to do, it's it's an advantage. And we knew what they wanted to do. They their offense is really focused around Sam Foster and just her athletic ability. I mean, she's one of those kids that. I think she only plays basketball during the basketball season. And um, and look how good she is. She's in, But they the, a lot of the offense was really focused around her. Yeah,
0: and I think she scored on their very first possession. Right. And then you guys didn't allow another point until, like, the quarter was almost over. That's, right. that's how well you guys were playing defensively. Yes. So.
3: And so, you know, I mean, when you know somebody that well, it's an advantage. You know when they're going to cut back door. You know when they're going to try to do a dribble handoff. So we were well aware, and we watched a lot of film on them.
0: Right. Your opponent Friday uh, evening is uh, Queen Anne's. Or what What – have you been able to decipher about them so far?
3: We've watched uh, several films on them. They have two guards that are pretty speedy, um, they like to push the ball. They've got a, a one player that will shoot quite a few threes. Um, I think their post play is not as strong as our post play, um, and so we'll have to really take advantage of that. I haven't seen them play any man. I, they play a lot of 2-3 three and 3-2. Three, um defenses so but I, I, I haven't seen their man offense so every game every game I've watched is strictly a zone offense or defensive game
0: how, how do you think your girls will respond to being on the bigger stage at Towson
3: oh you know I, we'll be nervous we'll be excited and nervous and I think you know us just enjoying it and just saying hey you know what this is where we're at this is this is exciting. And it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be a little scared and to just kind of face that fear and, and
2: then try to tackle it will be important for us.
0: What what are you expecting on Friday, Sailor?
2: Um, I mean, we're nervous. We're excited, but I think we just need to go in there. We folk, we were, were, we've watched a lot of film about them, but it's not also, it's not always about them. I think we need to go in there just knowing what we do best and just executing and doing everything that has worked along our journey. And, I think everybody will be, I mean, we're everyone's going to be nervous. They're, we're going to be super excited. I think it's just going to be cool because not a lot of, I mean, no, a lot of people can't have the experience to play at Towson. So I'm super excited. I mean, we just know we have to, there are certain things we watch out for. It's why we watch film. We watch that they have the shooters, like everything she said. But I think we just need to worry about everything that we do. And just work on executing.
0: Yeah, it's easier said than done, right? Just to let go and just to have fun and not worry about what happens.
2: Yeah, I definitely don't. I I always am. I just I'm always worried. Yeah, the natural tendency to put <laughs> yeah. pressure
0: on yourself, right? Uh, the, yeah. the performer, you have this expectation that you, you feel you have to live up to, right?
2: Yeah, I put. I mean, I put pressure on myself, but I think just like my team has helped me, like, not they. Throughout this season, they've just helped me like take pressure off myself, and just it's been so fun that I haven't really worried about pressure.
0: Right. I mean, what would it what would it mean to win on Friday and play for a state championship? It's been a while since the Middletown girls have broken through and won a state title.
2: It would definitely mean a lot because I know last year that was my goal. I mean, I always tell people we're going to win states four years in a row. But, I mean, it can change to three. And I think it just not only to our team it would mean a lot, just to our community. It would really – because everybody – like Middletown basketball is a, a Middletown thing. Like it's just everybody comes and supports. Everyone goes. We've gotten fans – to, I mean, our students have just come and been so supportive. I think it, it would just be awesome just to be able to bring that home because it's not, I mean, our team wins it, but it's like, it feels like our whole town wins it too. Yeah.
0: Amy, I'll give you the last word. What do you enjoy the most about coaching this group?
2: The camaraderie. I think they just care about each other.
3: And when you can get a group of girls, a group of teenage girls to care about each other is, it's everything to me. I mean, I, I, I don't want it to end because they're a fun group to be around. And that's, that's what I was hoping to build in this group of girls is how to care about each other and life after basketball and what's important and, and how to build that through a sport. And basketball was what brought these girls together and taught them how to care about each other.
0: 5 p.m. Friday, Middletown versus Queen Anne's, uh, Class 2A state girls uh, state semifinal. Uh, Sailor Poffenbarger, Amy Poffenbarger, thanks for uh, coming in uh, today. Uh, uh, best you. of luck to you going you. forward. So. Um, My thanks to all of you for listening uh, to Graham Cullen for producing. I'm Greg, and we will see you next week back here on the Final Score podcast presented by PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance.